that's a triple play. New episodes, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Open your mind at the first game. Press play, no need to debate. AOA, check me out. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages? Welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host, as always, Ian, along with my boys, Isaiah. Yo, yo, yo. And Gavin. Ooh, what is going on? <laughs> and today we are here to talk about The God of High School, episode 10, and our analysis of that episode in full. Um, there are three, I want to say three major or two uh major fights i guess that are going on say two at two right it's uh, two major yeah. fights that are going on at at, yeah. at this one time um it is jin mori versus um uh Il- Pio, and it is uh park mugen or mugen versus the cult leader yep. whose name is, we don't know uh, actually yet do we i don't think so blue think hair fuckboy blue okay. hair fuckboy yeah. yeah so that's who he's white hair I think it was white. I was just running. It's irrelevant. I was just running with it though. Yeah. Anyway, so those are the two main fights that are going on now. This episode had been pumped up. Um, I had seen before as one of the better ones in terms of fighting. Mm-hmm. I would have to say it was it was a pretty good fight. You know, all mm-hmm. around uh, a lot of like godly powers, for lack of a better term, had showed up in this one as well. But obviously, between the the fight with uh, Mugen and the cult leader, mm-hmm. um, but even a little bit of that got unlocked later on with um, Ilpio and uh, Mori yep. as well. So we're going to jump into it and share with you guys our unfiltered thoughts. But remember, if you guys enjoy the content today that you are liking, subscribing, and hitting that notification bell, sharing with your friends, and commenting your thoughts down below. What did you think of this episode and what did you think of our discussion at large? Make sure if you guys want to listen only, you can hit us up on the audio only platforms that Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, etc. Make sure you guys are following, uh, throwing a follow on there. Hit us up on the socials, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You could also join our community Discord um, to, you know, conversate with some other people in the community. And if you wanted to support us on Patreon, that's patreon.com forward slash AOA show. And as always, all these links are found in the description down below. But anyway, let's hop into it. What do we what do we think? Gavin, hit me up. So, I mean, it had some dope fights, and that's honestly what we were expecting going into it, and happy that they did fulfill on it. Um, and yeah, it was really cool. A little so it's I don't, again, I don't want to just be a, oh, excuse me. I don't want to be critical on like the negative parts, but like I kind of don't let it begin. <laughs> it really hits me with like the Dowie fight when he was going against that other chick, like the martial arts. I yeah. feel like they're just so short to what they should be. And it's like one of those things where we mentioned, I think, in the last episode where they're like introduce said character, give them like both a little bit of backstory to why they're fighting and then. Not even a minute after said backstory, they just get iced. And you're like, all right, was that, like, really needed? And I understand the reasoning behind it because that is, like, the most important part of most, like, fighting shows is knowing their backstories, their reason for fighting, and then watching said fight get fleshed out and feel that raw emotion. But what's missing in the God of High School is that they're doing the first half of it, but then they're not delivering on the emotional kick that should be, like, had after you said, like, the backstory, if that makes sense. Like, they're introducing this character. They're giving them the reason why they're fighting. And then instead of really, like, honing in on that moment and that emotion on why they're fighting, it's like, bam, next kick, they're dead. We're on to the next one. And it's like, okay, if you're going to do that, then why are you trying to pump up their character in a way where 
it doesn't matter because they're just going to like die. And I get it. Like you could say, well, in the end they're going to die or they're not going to die, but like in the end they're going to lose anyway. So what's the point of like harping in on that moment? Well, it's quite literally me as a viewer feeling more emotions towards said fight and really like splitting my mind in decisions on who is going to win. Like, is it going to be Dowie? Is it going to be this other chick? And it's like, they're not doing that. It's like, oh, wait, it's going to be Dowie. And we just kind of already know, like, you can really call the fights as they, like, are, unless you get to the, like, Mori and El Pio fight where you're like, this one can be decisive and go any other way because they, again, do this, like, what I just mentioned prior, they're putting it in the correct context where it's like, we're giving you a bit of El Pio, we're giving you a little bit of Mori, I mean, with the blending of the fight going on outside, but irrelevant of what I'm talking about, but they're harping in on why they are fighting and then fleshing out said emotions through the fight where you really feel like, oh my God, like not only what's going to happen, but I just feel like bad. Like I, I'm swayed for both of them and for different reasons. I want Il Payo to almost win because he has a heartwarming story and you're just like, I feel for you, dude. And same thing with Maury. You're like, I feel you for you even more. But like when they're fighting, it makes those kicks and punches that they're like hitting on each other even more like substantial for me as a viewer. And that's what I like. And in this episode, that was the part that I really appreciated and enjoyed. But then again, it's like you get prior fights like Dowie and other contestants where they quite literally just need to like fast forward to like the irrelevant scenes. And it's like, I get that, but in some sense, I just want more or just not even have it in the episode or like in the show in some way. Like I just feel like they could have executed it differently to make it, not only more entertaining, but kind of, like, hit more emotional beats. So I guess that's, like, kind of my Sparknote version on, you know, this episode and now to, like, the halfway point. No, that's fair. I feel like we've talked about this at length yeah, we in, have. Uh, I believe, episode 7 review, um, you know, about this exact scenario. And um, not that you're saying this, but, mm -hmm. you know, to be fair for anyone that's like, hey, you guys are going around the same treatment again. Um, I would assume that you'd agree. I think that in this episode, it wasn't nearly as bad as when we had initially no. bashed in episode seven. It was just a very small thing. Yeah. Um, and there were some curiosities that came up during it for me, um, mm -hmm. such as uh, Davy's new training. We said, okay, yes. what's up with that? Is that his chariot? Whatever, because it's like, it's interesting because we have um, Ilpio using his fire kicks and mm -hmm. Jinmori using his uh, dragon kicks and like all these things that you would maybe think is a chariot thing. But then all of a sudden you notice that there's, you know what I mean? Like some, there's more to it. Like mm -hmm. hence the end of this episode, like, okay, is that the chariot? And that is the other thing, just something they were able to do naturally. I don't know. Is that like a, is it like a lower version of the chariot and it's not like a fully unlocked form, et cetera. So there are definitely some questions there and I don't know if Dewey is completely unlocked his like full chariot because it's just a different type of training. Mm. And I'm also curious to know who's training him. And like in the back of my mind, for some reason, I just want to think it's Mugen because I don't know. They have this like weird relationship with those two where he just kind of tells Dewey shit like all the time. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that'd be cool if we found that out. But yeah. I mean, who knows what he's been doing? Um, he got a cut on his cheek. So it must've been very rigorous training as well. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I do agree with you, you know, with that first fight, especially like we kind of knew, but I, I think my biggest gripe, and again, I said this in episode seven when we reviewed it, I said, okay, I think I was, I think I get it now that it's like anything that isn't a major fight is clearly going to get this treatment. But all I ask now, you know, cause I, I get it, whatever. I, not that I agree, but I get it. All I ask now is that the fights that are the, the relevant mm -hmm. ones, i.e. Mori versus, you know, LPO or uh, Mugen versus, um, 
raid boss or whoever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like that those fights are, are fleshed out and I, and I feel for them. And to be fair, I do think that they hit those points for me in this episode. I did, appre- mm-hmm. I, I really did like the, a, I mean, we'll say we'll praise it up and down. The animation was gorgeous um, for the, you know, for the fight between, you know, them in the ring and all that kind of stuff. But I, um, I did feel for um, Il Pio, you know, when he was going oh, yeah. through, and there was almost a part of me that wanted him to win that fight, believe it or not. It was almost like competing for who mm-hmm. was the worthy successor in some weird shape or form. But it was really cool to see that in the end, he was trying to help him. But then he's like, well, I still got to win though. You know, but he's mm-hmm. like, he's trying to help him grow Throughout that, I just think their relationship is something that I'm interested in seeing flourish. But I don't know, Isaiah. What do you think? Overall impressions of the episode? Um, I'm kind of in the similar ish camp to Gavin, where <laughs> that fight, like the Il Pio, Il is that it? How, how is somebody was said? saying in the comments because I was initially saying Il Pio, but then somebody His was like, "No, it's Il Pio, like P." So I was like, "Okay, I'm just Il Pio. Pio. I'm saying Il Pio. Go for it's it." Done. Il Pio and Mori's mm-hmm. fight um, was fantastic. I mm-hmm. loved it. And I think, like, sort of to what you were saying, like, that's why. Because, like, that is that is the fight of, like, that sure. you're supposed to, that's supposed to have the most weight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, you know, the main entree, if you will, yeah. uh, of this episode. So it makes sense. Everything is decked out for it. Of course, it's going to look good. Um, I am kind of in a similar boat with Gavin to where it's, like, by comparison, because they're literally not only not only in the same episode, but, like, literally back to back, it makes Dawi's fight feel kind of pointless or kind of, like, to be honest, you could have had him win off screen and just told me he won. Exactly. Would, like, because there's no, like, it, and I get that, like, if if introducing those secondary characters is just for the introduction, and it's like, oh, they'll become relevant later. It's like, but you could just do that later then. Because literally having them come on screen, at least to me, only to immediately lose, A, kind of flubs the power scaling thing for me, because it's like, all right, did she only get to this semifinals because everybody else she fought was so weak? Because, like, relatively... That fight didn't look that, you know, grueling of a fight, right? Like, Dawi's had tougher... His fight with Mori looked more intense and, and more, like, you know, demanding than that fight. Um, so, it, like, kind of... It, it, like, shakes up the, the weight a little bit for me. I'm like, all right, so what? He just, like, essentially, like, punched her a few times, and she's down. And it's like, okay, yeah. is she going to... I don't know. It, it just feels weird. So, like, why, why do that when you could just introduce her later and have her do the whole thing, and you know what I mean, yeah. and give that character like the validity then I do want to say though, one thing just to play devil's advocate on this, because like I said, I don't think this episode was nearly as much as of an uh, offender of this. than they were in episode seven. And, um, one thing I will say is that in her backstory, it was kind of meshed together with Il Pio's backstory as well, in terms of like why he f- beat the shit out of, uh, Jigal for, for fucking breaking, um, which I'm assuming is the martial artist girl's sister. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like the relationship, her legs permanently. And like her story kind of seemed to be intertwined with his. Mm-hmm. So like, and we kind of need to know appeals for that fight, you know, cause they flesh it out. So to be fair, just, you know, cause I know people will, will be thinking this, like, I do think that that story was a little more justified than like, say again, once from like episode seven being that it kind of intertwined with a character that we know is very relevant to the show. Well, so that's sort of my point is that like her backstory comes out because it's related to her sister and Il Pio, Mm -hmm. both of those characters who actually have more weight in this episode in terms of like the origin story relating to the fight, because then she almost immediately loses said fight. And it's like, okay, what was the point of seeing that to, like, show that they're related? We know that because they're on the same team, and if you just go into Il Pio's backstory, you still get all the same things. Like, what that my point is, in showing that, it's just not necessary if you're going to, like, counterbalance almost, I feel like, 
with like her just then being X'd out, you well, know? I think that's it too. Like the fact that she's so, that a lot of the times they're so quickly dismantled definitely is annoying too, because it's like, if she was able to have that second win, like she does, she gets hit into like the turnbuckle and she's like, no, I have to do this because for me, it was a, again, being that it was intertwined with LPO's story made it hold a little more weight in terms of her backstory because it was like, okay, we're doing this for the same reason. Like we're trying to save my sister. So I need to do this not only for you, but for myself and for her. So like it gave her character a little more weight and I saw as to why they fleshed it out a little bit. But again, I think my gripe would come if, you know, if there's one to be had would be the fact that when she has her like awakening moment, it's literally just like a jump kick and like, you know what I and mean? I like think what it is for me is that because like, a fleshed out, I, nice. the more we get into the show, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, the more I'm kind of losing interest in the whole God, uh, you know, the whole secondary, I guess, overarching plot of what's going on here with like the cult and the God and stuff. Like I really, really fuck with like, the, the tournament stuff this and right, like the, yeah. the the fighting and like the the main cast of characters or whatever and all this stuff if this show to be honest like was just here and like we really just went into this mm-hmm. that stuff would make sense a and then you'd have more time to flesh out said moments like that or maybe give those characters more time in the ring or on screen or whatever and in my mind like I would prefer that I think I would that would feel more complete to where it's like because we're bouncing back between these two and one thing on just the scale here is like so vastly stupidly larger than the other. Mm. It's like we go to this thing, which is like this close knit, tight, like ground level, you know, grapple, you know, between these these kids and these characters. And then one is like, God is shoving a sword into the city. <laughs> and like this man is, you know, drinking beer and blowing his whole inventory of weapons <laughs> into a circle that explodes magic. And then like, every, it's like, I don't know what this is. And I'm like, kind of don't really care. <laughs> like, I just want to go back to this. And I, I, to be honest, I'd rather... You either cut that or push that back and, like, give that martial arts girl, give her more time. Like, this whole episode, I feel like we could have done half of it with Dawi and her fight and the other half with Mori and um, Ilpayo's fight, right? Because, like, this, that smaller ground level stuff is just so much more entertaining to me and so much more because it's like, all right, I know what's going on and I get it and I can, like, I can be, I can be, like, taken in by it and, like, be consumed by it much easier than it's, like, I don't know what, the, like, you know, yeah. I just It definitely don't makes know. it a little more relatable in that sense, you know, being that it's like, okay, this is like, I don't know, for me, it's like, it kind of like, not dumbs it down is the word, but like, yeah, when it goes like too far. Well, it's macro, just, it's just you know, more it's understandable like, Yeah, that, because yeah, like I, I can watch it, this yeah. tournament and be like, all right, I know what's going on. Yeah, I but, couldn't tell you like what is going, if you ask me what's going on, it's like uh, these guys with Chariot are fighting these guys with Chariot, yeah. I guess, like, I don't, but I don't know, like sure. one of them hates Cherryock users, which is kind of weird because they're all using Cherryock, so we don't hate Cherryock well, users yeah, that they, much. They hate, so that was interesting and one thing that I did appreciate in this because one of my major gripes throughout this season so far has been the lack of information that we've received and then expected to play along and a lot of people say, well, listen, just give it some time, they're going to flush it out. And I'm like, okay, I understand that, but I need them to flush it out with not too much time to waste because then that's that much more time that I'm like out of the loop here, you know, and like I potentially might lose interest. You got to tell me eventually. So I do appreciate, especially in a couple of these last episodes and especially Mugen specifically who actually is growing on me as one of my favorite characters because I love how mysterious this dude is and like just like how nonchalant I don't give a fuck he is you know what I mean like he's just this perfect antagonist to me or no not antagonist I'm sorry like anti-hero style thing to me and I really fuck with him but that's another point but I do appreciate how he's giving like these brief history lessons (laughs) through like in like these little snippets of clip and one thing that you know he did explain was that it's not it's not that they 
it's not that they hate Cherryok users specifically, but anyone, any other Cherryok user that isn't in their cult because they only believe in one god in a monotheistic religion, whereas everybody else believes in multiple gods and is borrowing their power from them. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're not allowed to borrow your power from any other god because they don't exist or whatever the case is. So fuck everyone else who's trying to use this ability. Only if they're trying to get the ability from our god will we allow it. So they use it and they're cool with it, but like they think it's like an inverse and perverted way of using it if yeah. it's if it's not. I guess it's there. just like to be honest, it is kind of like like too little, too late. Where it's like they've strung me along with the god thing for so long that like like I said, I'm like I just kind of care about the fighting. Like I don't really, I'm not as I'm just not as invested in in the overarching plot anymore. Like I just I don't like it's cool and like but again like even in terms of fighting, it's like so much easier to follow the tournament fights and like the character motivations, what they want. <laughs> like literally, like I, this episode that fight was like literally just a clusterfuck of shit happening. <laughs> literally, like they summoned a giant sword and then summoned God to pummel the sword into the city and this man. And spit out a whole thing of weapons guy, and magic dude. into the sword yeah. with his band playing behind him, and everybody's sweating and exploding. And then, like, <laughs> literally, it's like, like yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm crazy, but like, <laughs> I couldn't have told you what the fuck was happening. Whereas, like, I could vividly Acid describe trip. to you that, yeah, that's exactly how I described yeah. it because that's what it felt like. Where I could literally, like, beat for beat, describe to you what was going on in the yeah, whole yeah. tournament thing. And it's like that part is just so much more. I'm like. Let's just stick, like, just stay there. <laughs> All right, we have to admit, though, for as crazy as it was, I, well, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I fucked with that one. Whoa, that no, 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 what because you, you said Mugen's your favorite character. That man. I'll give it to you. I like Gavin's like, everybody gets one. Man. Everybody gets one. <laughs> You're not allowed to Dude, like anyone else. That is my kind of man. He's like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to drink my whatever. I don't even care. He's like, I'm going to have my homies <laughs> play music in the background, and I'm just going to take out AK-47s and fucking blast them, just Dude. blast the fucking sword and God. Like, yeah. And I want to, I want to, I want to, Reference this. I want to make this clear. I I don't like not like this show. I'm just nowhere near as like invested in it that like let's say like a Tower of God, right? Where it's like I'm like vividly like 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 waiting on the edge of my seat. It's this one. It's like I I watch it and like it's dope, but yeah, like yeah. it's just not. It's just not a. a and I'm in this. I'm in the same boat. It's like there there are better shows out there. Like that's the reality of it. This isn't like anything ground. I'm sure everyone watching this is gonna believe. love this episode. I, but like, but that's the thing. Like, if, but if we're it's, not if it's be your favorite show, that's fine. Yeah, that's totally right. cool, yeah, and yeah. that's valid. And there's just reasons why you like we don't it. like yeah. it. Doesn't make the show bad. And I again don't think the show is bad. No, I just per- it's just not a ten for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I agree. But um, no, that guy though was awesome. That, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that guy's character, dude. He had first of all the hype squad behind him. He had a literal fucking orchestrated band behind him, and he's like, "You ready, boys?" And they're like, "Let's fucking do this!" And they're like jiving. They're, they're going like, ham, hit, swinging their head back and forth. They're sweating their ass off. He's fucking. I wonder if like drum, that's dude. like a a deal breaker thing where it's like those guys have to be with this man at all time for him to I do mean, any of that shit he I was doing. Like, <laughs> I feel like it has to be. If not, that man is not paying them enough. <laughs> they follow. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like if he's just like, guys, we're going. It's like. Fuck this! Like, <laughs> I was, I was going to go to like my daughter's birthday today. And it's like, dude, we got to, they're going to summon God. Yeah. All right. We got to take yeah. care like, of that. God has Fuck a sword. your daughter. And dude. it's like, but it's like, oh, I miss so many. Come on, bro. Like, let me just get one day off. And it's like, I'm not paying you for it. Are you paying me? <laughs> that <laughs> was know, funny. Yeah. That guy's just those oh. abilities. Totally. Dude. Like that guy was so fucking all over the place. Cause it was like, okay. He's like, he was like a bum. I think when he was first introduced, he was homeless. Yeah. And then, so that was interesting. And then he's like, all right, boys, you ready? And it's like, let's do this. And he's got this whole band, like we just yeah. explained. 
Then he just whips out this entire inventory of like the U fucking United States military fucking. Yeah, it was like it was like national treasures and, and guns and, and yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. dude. Amazing. And then he just summons like a fucking a thing, you know what I mean? And just starts shooting and throwing and fucking yeah. puking through it, like and everything. And then puts a mask out. on and throws himself into it and like eats the sword. And it's like, what the fuck that is happening, bro? That was the dopest. That was, oh, that was fucking insane, dude. We also did, I guess, effectively squash my theory that. Um, Maury did, in Maury. fact, whoop ass in the the um, yeah, the warehouse yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, which is fine because then what's his name? Shark Boy came and just cleaned up house because <laughs> like he's not working with the cult, but he is working with the cult. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. Right, he's like I got just, my own reasons for wanting. Yeah, to this dude has just like he's just been like straight dicking it, bro. The entire show, every time he's on screen, he's being some kind of asshole to some person <laughs> who does, definitely doesn't deserve it for no fucking reason. He literally, oh, when he met Maury was going to kill him, like, <laughs> just because it was a Thursday night. Because he was talking to Il Pai, like, that was it. That was the only motivation he had to do it. And fucking Il Pai didn't stop that fucking needle. Or like, it's like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> what, why? I get you want the key, but, like, it's not in Maury's fucking pocket. Like, go go find yeah, the key. They're really hyping him up to be the next antagonist. Like, really, really. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, and if he's not, like, the antagonist, I mean, like, he, I feel like he's going to be the first person that, like, once the squad all levels up with our Chariot uh, modes or whatever... Like, that we're going to, like, he's going to, it's like, all right, now, now we can fight, you know, because, you know, <laughs> realistically, we can't touch him. As much of a dick as he, it's like, I want him to get his ass whooped. He's not getting his ass whooped now. Yeah, yeah. Nobody can really fuck with him. Yeah. Except maybe Mira, because she has her cherry thing, but. Fair enough. One thing I really appreciated during the fight with uh, um, Maury and uh, and LPO was uh, the fact that Maury now incorporated the styles of Mira and yes, Dewey, yeah. which I thought was really cool. And it was in typical, like, anime fashion, as, you know, <laughs> Ilpio is beating him, he's like, let me give you a laundry list of all the things you need to work on to potentially <laughs> beat me. And Maury's like, yeah, okay, if I cross my Ds, top, you know, my Ts, dot my I's, and add plus two, I, I think I got this. Thanks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, to be, makes sense, was because we find out, yeah, yes. that he is yes. basically yeah. trying yeah. to teach him how to fight this or was one how to the, cover his weaknesses. Yeah, this was one of the rare scenarios where that was his intention all along, was yeah. for him to pick up on it, which but is funny. But it's a little weird, at least to me, that he now has instantly picked up both their fighting styles because my assumption is that both of their fighting styles aren't ones that you could just learn in a day <laughs> and that like if not he hasn't all. been secretly practicing these things no, on the side no, it's all. like you know it so here's here's my thing right like in Tower of God it makes sense with a character like Bam because it's established very early on that like this is an innate ability specific to Bam that he like is very good at manipulating Shinsu to the point where he can mimic like techniques just from sight once, not perfectly and not to the level that whoever is using it at, but enough to perform it. I, I didn't know that Mori could also do that. <laughs> I just thought he was a Taekwondo expert. Yeah, because he doesn't He doesn't just, well, that's the thing. Is yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, I'm a Taekwondo expert. And, and uh, Il Payo is like, your Taekwondo isn't good enough. That's not even like a manner of doing using a different kind of, he's just straight using different whole techniques. <laughs> M Mira and, and Dawi have whole ass different arsenals of, of tactics that supposedly Mori now just can yeah. use. And it's like, yeah, wait yeah. a minute. Like Dawi's like, oh, he's using mine too. And I'm like, yeah, my nigga, but didn't it take you like years to <laughs> yeah, learn that? Yeah. Like he literally just <laughs> did that. Didn't you train your entire life? And it's like, all right, just one fight Some, out of nowhere, pulled it out of his left <laughs> cheek. He's like, 
perfect That's execution. just the lesson of the world that life is not fair. That's what I'm <laughs> saying, bro. It's these protagonists cool niggas, bro. Yeah. They got like ample talent just oozing Some in Some people are just blessed, I guess. You know, and I guess to be fair, if we wanted to, you know, place the devil's advocate to our own argument that he did only use one style out of each of them. Like he only used the black tortoise out of uh, uh, Dewey's and he only used the swordless maneuver out of there, out of um That's Mira's, true, which I think was like- two styles or 40 Yeah, styles, which was so. like, but it's like- <laughs> Again, I, I was under the assumption that Mira has trained so much with the sword oh, that the only course. reason yeah, she acquired yeah. the swordless skill was because yeah, yeah, she yeah. started with a sword to begin no, with. Of course, so it's of like, course. And Dawi, I'm pretty sure the black tortoise one was like not the first thing he looked like. You know, he had to yeah, level yeah. up to that. So it's Which like. Which was ironic. Okay, so here we go. My nitpick. Okay, <laughs> so this is ironic, right? He says that your weaknesses, um, at least the first two, are you suck at close range. And um, you are you suck at close combat. Your movements are too predictable, yeah. and they take up too much of your stamina. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was interesting because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, close range. I'm like, isn't kind of this the whole thing close range? You know what I mean? I'm like, he's just got a dragon kick all day and run around the fucking the <laughs> ring. If that's if that's not what he's gonna do, he's got to get close to you eventually. So like, that's a huge weakness. So that was interesting. So I thought it was funny. It was like, okay, perfect. Like my swordless thing, like that. You know, we're gonna compensate yeah. for that. That's fine. But then I thought it was funny. When he was like, your second weakness is your predictability. And then he used Dewey's moves to me, who are the most predictable moves ever, because he has to announce them yeah. and get into a very specific stance in yeah, order yeah, to yeah. load them up, which I thought was interesting because right. I'm like, that's the most predictable move yeah. out of everyone. It's like a crazy <laughs> telegraph of like, I'm going to punch you right now. <laughs> yeah. I guess the argument could be that like, the predictable as in he's only got his set of Taekwondo moves. Yeah. So just by switching it up. Right, yeah. But I understand what you're saying. And it's still a valid point ironic. because I think it's like also none of the things I feel like we're like technically actually conquered. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's like, Oh, I'm countering my close combat deficiency with Mira's move. And it's like, but Mira's move is also actually cl pretty close combat. <laughs> like especially the sword list one, you have to be here at least <laughs> to hit somebody. Yeah. And it's like, I guess technically the Taekwondo, which is all about kicking, would actually be farther away. It would yeah, put you yeah. farther at a distance than. than and I get, we're, but, we're obviously nitpicking. Yeah, For anyone yeah, yeah. in the comments yeah. that's going to be like, oh, close range is actually oh, elbows God, and knees. I can knees. already fucking yeah, like, I could see already it see it, bro. Like, that's it. You came here for unfiltered opinion, and this yeah. is what you're getting. So I understand. Like, I, I get it. Like, I've yeah. done mixed martial arts, so I understand. Like, Close we're just Japan. We're just joshing. Would out here. be like clinching elbows, knees, you know, like short yeah. hooks, etc. I get it. Compared to a kick or something, I just thought it was funny and ironic that like some of the moves that they used to compensate for the weaknesses were yeah. like very ironic. Maybe not mirror so much, but that Dewey specifically was a very ironic move yeah. to use in order to. Or like the third one when he's like, say. "I'm going to conquer for the fact that my moves take up too much of oh, my yeah. what was my energy." That? What happened? He just used the third Mori move, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, wait, if we're going sequentially here, wouldn't your third move?" be the one that takes up the most stamina? Facts. Yeah, because the first one is Tiny Dragon. The second one is two Double Dragon. Dragons, and the third, the third one is like was Ultra... Dragon. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if this all, like, this math checks it's, out here. If my math is correct, one plus one is two, and then if your three is a three, it, that's still higher than two. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just thought well, that was interesting. I've never heard numbers that big. Can you repeat that? <laughs> Can you repeat that? Yeah, it's yeah, fucking algebra we're doing but, uh, but we do obviously realize that uh, Opio was, his intention from the start, I mean, he does want to win, but his intention from the start was to train or, or help enhance Mori's ability, which was right. really cool because we had this, you know, this flashback of him when he's, because he's, uh, you know, a couple years older than Mori, being that he was a small toddler yeah. while Mori was essentially He's got this, like, pseudo-older brother yeah. kind of while, while Mori still had that full head of hair <laughs> when he was a little kid, which I cracked up yeah, at. But, jealous. Um, <laughs> yeah, facts, right? Um, but, you know, um, uh, Taijin is like, hey, 
this is my grandson. Like, he's kind of a pain in the ass, um, but he's a great guy. So if you run into him one of these days, like, teach him a thing or two. Because <laughs> I'm on an AWOL, so I need you to kind of, like, pick up the parenting slack for me and uh, teach him how to, like, handle himself. Good? Max, right? right? He's like, good? You're like, what, three? You got this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, why are, we tr- why are you telling this three-year-old to raise your two-year-old? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> hey. Yeah, that was funny. So, you know, he does successfully teach him, like, that was the point, you know, yeah, uh, to right. make yeah, up yeah, for yeah. his deficiencies in that matter so that he could become a stronger opponent for him to sharpen his skills because iron sharpens iron and also just in general because he knows that you know Maury is a good guy he knows his grandfather was a good guy and that if anyone needs to get a power spike it's probably him rather than someone yeah. like Jagal who's like a complete fucking psychopath or half the other people in this tournament <laughs> uh, you know so fair enough so he does succeed in doing that and he's you know he gets knocked down yeah and then um, I don't know if I'm missing anything super relevant throughout the midst of the episode, but I wanted to talk about the end. Um, and here comes another gripe <laughs> of when uh, this is maybe this oh, is man. a D one in particular, but whatever. Um, where Elpio gets his uh, his chariot essentially mm-hmm. because it's, you know I guess the god that he is borrowing it from is this wolf fox creature with Kitsune. like multiple tails. I yeah. believe is, I think, I'm not sure, but I think that's the, yeah. you know how like they're all related to some sort of myth sure, yeah, or yeah. folklore. I think that's what they're alluding to okay. here. Okay, so would it be a fox? Yeah. Or Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So fox. Um, that's what we're going with. That's my answer. I'm sticking to it, Trebek. But um, anyway. <laughs> B, final yeah, answer. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. So he gets his um, awakened ability or borrowed power essentially when he is, you know, knocked down mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, you learn, but he's like, I still got to win, you know? And it was kind of cool because he goes like, and just like fucking levitates up. And bro, I'm sorry, major gripe here, but I'm expecting him to come out of like the fire and the flames with like this fucking bad ass thing. Or, or if, even if he didn't change at all, he just kind of had the ability and he's able to do whatever. (sighs) I gotta say, dude, they let me down with that fucking design. Because <laughs> that was the most non-intimidating yeah, you guys, you guys were, I mean, I don't know. It didn't bother me that much. I've ever fucking seen in my life, dude. You guys like, were, like, really yeah, not having it. you agree with me on this one, I, please? I, yeah. Okay, I didn't want to sound like I was really nitpicking, but I'm like, bro, you literally just, like, a, like a furry. <laughs> like, now he literally just had fucking, like, like you know, like, little fucking cat ears and, like, a flaming, the toilet, flaming well, I feel like, I don't I care about like, the cat ears. I just wish he looked doper. Like, I, yeah, well, that's know. what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like it's like a fox. Like, what else are you going to do? I guess. I don't know. I'm just thinking of like... I don't know. Look at Naruto. Yeah. I'm just... Like, I'm just <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying he like... like a little bitch? He, no. de- he just definitely looked like the like little like, you know, like cutesy like, oh, look at this like cute like humanoid thing with like, you know, fox ears or whatever and like the, you know, the scruff on his head and he's like, you know, but it's like, it just didn't make him look intimidating at all and I feel like with part of this like par- borrowed powers, the fact that you become like awesome and awe-inspiring. You know what I mean? By these abilities that you can do, right? It's like you, this one, even down to the chick with the giant fucking sword, right? Like you have this giant thing or you have like this huge fucking Megalodon shark or uh, even with, you know, mirrors where she gets like kind of like the headdress, you know, like symbolizing like an ancient warrior or something like that. And like this one is just well, I like think I, fox me, guy, you know what I mean? It's just the like cherry art thing feels like it's like a merging of... Like, you know, it's borrowed power, right? So it's it's a merging of the the owner with the user. For sure. So, like, the fact that most of them just sort of end up taking on traits of whatever the, uh, you know, person is or thing that they're borrowing power from, um, I actually think is what makes them look, because it makes, it's like they're not human anymore. They've ascended to this level of, like, Mm -hmm. not (laughs) basic-ass average fighter, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, No, I understand that. I I guess I... I, Because, like, Mira's is quite literally just a headdress when you think about it. It, It's not that dope. It makes sense when, um, sorry, it makes sense 
you know, in that right. And obviously it makes sense that he would have to combine in some way, shape or form with the Fox. So I understand that. I guess it's just like in terms of like, okay, what like Fox features are we going to give you and whatever? And it was like the one they gave him was just like, it was like, I don't know. It was like, I personally, here's my thing. Like, you know, cause I, I want to see more like the, if this is like a fighting thing, you know, like I want to see more of like, you just wanted Nitty to be gritty. nasty. <laughs> I'd rather him be like, you know what I mean? Like fucking assumes the head of like a dog or like some like crazy shit or something over that. But like, it doesn't have to be that. But just like, I guess what they did is like on the bottom of my list of things to be like, yo, sick character design. Like, let's make this guy look like he got his power up. And then he's just like, and he comes out and I'm just like, Ugh. like, I don't know. I didn't like it. That's my fucking thoughts on it. But I'm just saying. All right. Fair enough. I'm yeah. just saying. That's my to each his own. Yeah, you got to see for effort. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. But uh, anyway, are there any other points in this episode, relevant ones that I'm missing right now? No, that we but I do feel like out? just for me to try to make up some ground here, I do want to restate that the uh, visually this episode did look A1. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like Fan the actual fantastic. fight between Jin Mori and, mm-hmm. and um, Il Payo mm-hmm. was beautiful. Fan Beautifully fantastic. animated. Absolutely. They even had those like, you know, I guess what is classic for God of High School, like the inked like drawing mm-hmm. moments when like they're both fucking clashing and shit. Yes. Yeah. It's good. And good I'm shit. very interested in what information Mugen is going to give the squad, you know, being that they're probably going to win this tournament, you know, that was the other thing that I, I, I liked because it, it like threw my expect. Well, it didn't, it, it threw my expectation in a sense that I, I thought either a more was just going to straight up lose. Um, or he was going to win because he was going to unlock his uh, cherry occupant. Like, he's going to, you know, do the whole what happened with Mirror. Um, but, and I mean, I don't know. I guess technically one of those two outcomes could still happen. But, A, I didn't think that Il Payo was going to get his cherry occupant yeah. uh, awakening this episode. And the fact that uh, Mori hasn't. So, like, it, it definitely, I was like, oh, okay. This isn't, like, not where I saw them going yeah, with yeah. this. Um, which makes me think, because then, like, you know, when he awakens it, everybody's like, or, you know, Mugen uh, and, and, and the cold and everything are like, yo, the key, you all feel that shit? That power yeah, level? Yeah, He's yeah. over there. And it's like, but I feel like it's more of like a sensory thing. So, like, they don't actually know who the key is. Like, they, they it's this, like, thing of, they're like, oh, we'll know it when, when it's here. Or we'll know it when we sense it because it'll be this power. But it's like, if they've never felt that before, you know what I mean? They have no ground level to compare it to. So, I feel like it's just these huge like shots in or spikes in power level where they're like, Oh fuck, that's like not a normal Chariot user, you know, getting his borrowed power. Like that's something to keep an eye on. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he very well might be up in the air, but I obviously kind of feel like Mori is the actual like yeah. key or, or the, the supposed to be this. Well, suit, another you know. thing to that, I feel like not anybody can just unlock a Chariot cause you literally have to get fucking share power from a God and permission. <laughs> yeah. So it's right, like, yeah, yeah. The, I think Mujin says that actually, he's like some people like ask for it or try to get it their yeah. whole lives. Yeah. Like, so I feel like it's don't. one of those things where it's like so far and like so far and few people are able to reach it that like just the fact that somebody off of this tournament alone was mm-hmm. able to unlock it like that would give them more insight like this person is the key because well i think his must be it, stronger you know? than normal because mira did the Got same it, thing yeah. and they didn't even bat an eye oh yeah so it must be the fact that they're like like they might have felt mirrors but they're like okay that like again like sensory they're like that power level feels kind of natural for a chariot user spike mm-hmm. but his must have been like oh fuck like y'all feel that shit yeah i got yeah. bumps i guess so yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah hmm. spidey senses are tickling but interesting I don't know. But yeah, this was dope. Well, uh, what what is the uh, two more episodes? Pretty sure twelve or thirteen something. Two what, or and that was ten. That was ten. Ten. 10. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we got so two or three two or three more, more episodes. episodes. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah. I don't know. See what happens. We'll have to see what happens. Anyway, bro, if Maury, if Maury goes God mode or whatever and kicks God in the face <laughs> in the last episode, I'll be satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap this shit up with a bow. Yeah, yeah. They'll probably give him his ability soon. I would at least think so. Imagine they don't like episode 13. He's like about to get it and it cuts to black and it's like, read the webtoon. It's like, you, fuck. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. You got me good. <laughs> anyway, folks, those are our thoughts on the God of High School episode 10. Like I said before, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, and hitting that notification bell, sharing with your friends, and commenting your thoughts down below. What did you think of this episode? It is totally fine to have different opinions than us, and I wager that most of you <laughs> will if you're watching this. Yeah, so, this will be interesting. You know, it is, yeah, right? It is what it is. Take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? We're, um, we're along for the ride just as you guys are anyway though um and let us know what you thought about our discussion as a whole but until next time folks thank you so much for listening thank you so much for watching and we'll catch you on the flip peace, peace. later